Hello, hello. We are back. The bad boys of cycling podcasting. Speed Metal Cycling Podcast, episode 120. SpeedMetalCycling.com if you want to check it out. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at SpeedMetalCycle, C-Y-C-L. I don't know why you would, but you can follow me on Instagram, at the Skull Crusher, Crusher with a K. And I know that my brother Klaus hates it when I do that, when I actually give that information at the beginning of the podcast instead of behind or at the end or whatever. So I'm going to welcome him first. Klaus, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing excellent. excellent. Much better than Mike will ever do. And if we're the bad boys, who are the bad boys? Was that McGuire and Ken Seiko or were, the, were they the bat boys? No, uh, I can't remember who the bad boys were. Uh, let me welcome Mike from the other side of the country first. Mike, how are you doing, Maybe sir? He can tell us. I'm better than Klaus. Of course you are. <clears throat> but you're Mr. Baseball. Who was the bad boys? I, don't, I, I, know, I remember the Killer Bees where... Oh, Bob, the Detroit Pistons, weren't they? Wait, well, that's the a Detroit Pistons. Sport. Yeah, but the Detroit but Pistons I, were definitely the bad boys. But wasn't there a duo of batters that were called the bad boys in the 90s? McGuire and Canseco uh, had a name, but they were in the A's. Well, I know that they may have had a name, but I know that Bobby Bonilla and Barry Bonds were the killer bees. Yeah, when they played for the Pirates. When they so I think I'm Pirates. thinking of the Detroit Pistons. I would like to be excluded from the bad boys of cycling. What? Because you're I'm a not, good I'm, boy? I don't, I don't subscribe well, to that. Or are we the bad boys like the Will Smith, Martin Lawrence movie? In that case... We're just I'm a bad... It's just a bad podcast. It's just, oh, yes. I'm sorry. My English is not very good. That's what I meant to say. This is, the, this is the worst podcast in the history of... You know, I don't understand something. I am convinced that this podcast is absolute rubbish. Both of you guys, I know, also think very low, very, very little of this podcast. Yet, if we go, like, longer than, like, maybe two weeks without recording and putting something out, people yeah. just people just cannot stop... Yeah, hi, where are you guys? Is there another podcast? Are you guys still alive? Jesus. But I think they know that if most of what's happening in the world is putt-putt cycling, it's the podcast is a no-go. Well, yeah, I mean, not only that, but I mean, I don't don't have time to, like, prepare and record and stuff. I'm, I'm unemployed. I got things to do. Here's the thing. I think people, this sounds like, this sounds like complete nonsense, which it is. But I don't you mean you mean this? How much, how much effort it takes just to get the three of us on this goddamn thing at the same exact time? <laughs> we are busy that people. Is true. We are busy people. We don't have. That's true. That's true. It, and look, even in cyclocross, they can put a motor inside a bike, and we're still like, ah, we'll just talk about that whenever. We're not talking <laughs> so much about- so that now it's old news. <laughs> it is old news, but I still want to talk about it. Um, yeah, I mean, everything is old news. We had the tour of, uh, did we talk about San Luis last episode? I don't even remember. The last episode was like three months ago. <laughs> so, yeah. so Merry Christmas to everybody and Happy New Year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's actually, this episode is February 11th, 2016. Um, I like how you have to put the date in there. I, you know, one of the reasons that I do the that. Year. I know the year, I mean. Oh, the year. Oh, yeah. Sure, that is but one of the reasons that I usually say the date, or I try to, I try to remember to use the date. And I actually, when I actually had notes written, which I'm gonna have to start doing again, it all, it always said like say the date because I used to listen to a couple of podcasts back in the day when I still listen to podcasts, 
and it would really bother me when it was like, it's just the number. All right, so number episode number 55, that means a lot to you. And it means that it's before number 56, but what the hell does that mean to me? When did this happen? Just in case people like, you know, in the future or whatever. I don't mean the future as in like future anthropologists are looking at, you know, nothing like that. Not like geologists are going to be looking at a at an iPod trying to figure out how to. Do people still use iPods? No. No, no iPods? Yes. Yes. What? <laughs> Who yes. has an iPod? Young kids that don't have iPhones yet, they have iPhone touch, uh, iPod That's touches. A, yeah, but who doesn't have an iPhone? Yeah. Who doesn't have an iPhone? Like if you're 10. If you're 10 years old, you have an, you have an iPhone Are touch. you out of your Imagine. mind? Get an iPhone. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Our nephew, Our nephew. Who, is, who is 11. Yeah. For the last two years. Yeah, yeah, who was 11. He told me that people started getting, like his classmates started getting iPhones when they were like nine. But he didn't. No, he didn't. But before you're nine, what are you going to be listening in your iPod? What? The music. What kind of music do you listen to when you're eight years old? Well, I know what you were listening to, Klaus, but I mean, normal kids awesome. don't listen to... Yeah, most normal kids don't listen to Motorhead. They use Snapchat. No, they're not. <laughs> they're using so Snapchat. Pictures. No, they're using the apps and stuff. It's not just yeah. for music. It's like to make videos and stuff. We're the ones I think it's for, ooh, I can put all the police discography in. <laughs> Is that whatever. directed towards me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know you're uh, I know you're really into Sting's entire musical output. I I actually love the police oh. too. See, that's what I was that's what I was saying. Yeah. Mike is like, oh, the early pixie stuff. That's gotta go in there. <laughs> <laughs> See, but kids, No, you know what, Mike? Mix. Mike strikes me as an MC five kind of guy. Maybe a little T Rex or something like that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Mike just listens to House of Pain because he's from Boston. He's right. <laughs> guys live down the street from me in Southie. <laughs> I know. House of Pain and how and, embarrassing and was it that you established and showed us correctly, of course, that House of Pain is not from Boston, which I would have sworn on a stack of Bibles that they were, just because That's of good. the logo. That's good branding. Hey, listen. I know. Um, so I, I was in I was in Boston, like uh, in between podcasts, like like after last podcast which was in 1967 and this podcast yeah. i actually visited boston again for the first time in should i probably say like 12 or 13 years and Did you still detest it as much as you always have yeah yeah nothing has not nothing has changed i i mostly spent i spent most of the time in like nice areas and stuff so it was kind oh, of like, nice areas Around, you know, around MIT and Harvard. That's where I mostly was. That's not even Boston. That's Cambridge. Cambridge. All right. Whatever. That's where House of Pain are actually from. (laughs) Yes. I knew it. And I went to a donkey's. I went to a donkey's uh, in near. What's the name of that big park there that people call it the Central Park of Boston, but it's like tiny? The Boston Common. Yeah, I guess that there's a donkey's by there's there. There's Dunkin' Donuts every five feet. Like, how uh, do you I know, not go to I know, donkey? but I went to one there, and I, I had some hot chocolate. Um, and I went to, um, what's the name of the comic book store, the big comic book store there, right by that park? Um, that, that's Newbury? You like Newbury, Newbury comics? comics? Newbury Comics. I was very disappointed. I hadn't been there in 20 years, probably. Uh, meh. It's just a record store, isn't it? They don't even sell comics anymore. No, they, they sell comics. They sell comics, but now it's like record stores nowadays just suck because 
the vinyl that they have is like twenty nine ninety nine for an like a repress of like a Metallica. All the police, Master all the police albums. All the police yeah, albums. The box set <laughs> in one hundred and eighty gram vinyl. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> the police. Mike, did you uh, ever I, like comics as a kid? Yeah, I still like comic books. What are you talking about? I still like comic books now. Hell yeah, you do. Yeah. Like what kind of comic books do you read? Yeah, what are your favorite titles, Mike? Let's no, let's let's continue like to push Superman from like the sixties. Oh, are yeah, you for right. real? Well, Klaus doesn't follow you on Instagram. Oh, right. Mike puts a lot of comic book stuff on his, on his Instagram. Mike, but, but you you mostly you mostly stick to DC stuff, right? You don't really yeah. dabble into Marvel too much. No, and I'm not even up to date on any of that stuff. It's all like older stuff. Older stuff, yeah. Now, I'm a big I'm a big fan of. DC. Actually, I'm a big fan of Justice League. Like for me, JLA is the best, absolute best team and the best stories. But second is second through like ninety five or ninety fifth is all Marvel stuff, and then again DC. I love Marvel stuff too. But anyway, all right. Did you, did you ever have a locker, quote unquote, at a comic book store? Because my <laughs> brother taught me what that meant. Yeah, I had lockers. You know what a locker is, Mike? When you subscribe? Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, no, I never had that. Oh, that really? was way that was advanced for me. Well, the the thing is that you can't really you don't know that you're going to be able to hit the stupid place every like Tuesday right. or Wednesday morning or whatever. So they just hold them for you. The the the, the cool thing in, in in our comic book store was that anything that you didn't want to buy in your locker, they would keep. A lot of places were like if it's in your locker, you have to buy it. Oh. And that's so. Then you just stop going there for life. <laughs> yeah, they, they'll chase you down, man. They'll chase you down. All right, we we've we haven't talked about cycling so far. It's only ten minutes into it, though. We can talk Super Bowl if you want. Super Bowl? What the hell is that? Ah, it's like this game is silly. The the it's don't worry about it. I was rooting for the Broncos. You know I'm glad they won. Oh, Super Bowl! I legit. Oh, sorry. I legitimately placed it Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl. It's like a new Nerf toy. I was like, "What do I have not up to speed on Super Bowl? I don't know what it is." You know, I met some. Uh, oh, geez, I want to say Australian, but now I'm forgetting if they were New Zealanders. Forgive oh, me. People don't make that mistake. I know it's not at all alike, and it's like saying I forget if they were British or American. I just don't remember because it's been a long time. But it was in Hong Kong. Also, oh, because like, it's been a long time, that allows you being racist. No, no, it allows me to forget. Oh, okay. um, but they were like, oh, you live in the United States? Do you love the gridiron? And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, that's just a silly euphemism that sometimes broadcasters use because they've used the word football too many times. You don't really call it that. They're like, yeah, we love to watch gridiron. And I was like, oh, boy. oh my God, talking about the NFL football. Like, Consistently, they all called it that. It's like the beautiful game. But And I'm sure they were, it was just they were doing that to me to mess with me so that I would then tell the story and no one else says that, but could be. Yeah. Don't know. They were New Zealanders and you started the story by calling them Australians. So they already look like they could have been South African. <laughs> Ouch. South African New Zealanders sometimes sound similar to me because I have untrained ear. Dude, I don't know. Do you, do you want to know uh, how lame and old I am during the, like halftime show, uh, I had to ask. You took it. I had to ask who everybody was. <laughs> I had no idea. 
I didn't know who any of those people were. <laughs> Once they told me Beyonce, I was like, oh, yeah, I know Beyonce. Dude, I know Beyonce from the the Austin Powers movie. <laughs> That's it. I have no idea who any of those people were. I'm so well, out of like, it. Only is for people like even older than you, kind of. I I think that I mean, if you looked at the seats, half the stadium was like empty. Everybody went to the pisser and to like buy beer because nobody gives a crap but about these people. That's always true in the Super Bowl, but they usually play it at night, so you don't see that people leave. Oh, really? It's usually at night. Well, it is. It was a night. Well, yeah, because it's usually in the East Coast or indoors, in which case they turn off the lights. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I just don't understand who picks those stuff. Like, who, what football fan in the world cares about Coldplay and Bruno Mars and Beyonce? Like, well, no football fan watches that show. Those for the older moms and dads that watch it. If you want a good trip down memory lane, Look at the Wikipedia entry for the Super Bowl halftime shows, and there's one that was uh, like George Burns and like a bunch of like super oh, old nice. comedians, and like three years in a row that they just did a magic trick, <laughs> like audience participation magic trick. There you go. That's like what we need. So here's here's my question: What is what are the teams doing during the halftime? Because there's a legitimate halftime, right? Like they're yeah, actually yeah. taking a maybe yeah. they're taking showers. It's what are like they doing? <laughs> they're not taking showers, dude. They're getting yelled they at. They make adjustments. <laughs> getting yelled at. They are getting yelled right? at. That's where they make adjustments. Okay. Right. Yeah. Like for real, they always say that they're like taking oh, showers. They, they make an adjustment. They got to wipe. I, if out, if they, I were on a football get a, team and I were in the Super Bowl and we, when it came to halftime, I would take a quick shower. Yeah, well, I mean, if you take a shower, though, you have no time to, A, get yelled at, and B, much more important, get, like, shots of steroids and, and um, what is it that they put on the, on the, on the bones? Cortisone. Uh, cortisone. Cocaine. Cortisone. No, no, no. no. Cocaine is just recreational. That's, that's right Katusha. Katusha. Yes, Katusha. That's only after the game. Yeah, All so right. what about that? Let's so, talk about that. Let, let's talk about that. I, so, Katusha gets away with uh, no suspension. Uh, of course. Did you did you think anything else was going to happen? No, I didn't. And but I'm going to tell you why I didn't think anything else was going on. It's not that I, I didn't think like, oh, they're Russians, they're going to get away with it. No, I thought Luca Paulini's was cocaine. Why would the UCI give a crap? I don't even. I never even understood why that had been a, an issue in the first place. But and then what's his name? Borganov or whatever his name was. Um, it was just just one which. Basically, that brought up Katusha to the level of 90% of the other teams in the Peloton. So, no, I didn't really think it was going to be a big deal. I just thought that it was hilarious that the UCI actually refers to cocaine as, I mean, they actually say that it's not a problem because it's a recreational drug, which is hilarious. Because, I mean, we all know that it is, but it's just a funny thing to say. Recreational drugs, like cocaine, helped a lot of guys win races in the late 60s and early 70s so back then it was a performance enhancer mm. nowadays it's recreational there you go well it's like even amphetamines today it's stupid to take them exactly i mean it's not cocaine like is basically an amphetamine so but but but, but the thing that's is sad it? is that pa- is that paulini it didn't even he wasn't even taking it recreationally he said he was taking it to get through the day because he was <laughs> because he was an insomniac because of all the other well, I think else that was going on. If somebody tests positive for uh, heroin, for example, they probably won't get suspended. 
because heroin is a recreational drug, but most people that take it, they're not being having fun with it. Recreational is that? To it. I think recreational but the is thing just is a. The, their hands are tied because these rules are written. Like it's written that you can't do cocaine, but it's not performance enhancing. I'm guessing they're going by something because otherwise the entire country of Russia will sue the UCI right. and, you know, whatever. Because I think. You, do you mean every Russian or do you think the, you, you mean the Kremlin? The Krem- what? Like the, Krem- the building itself. The building itself. <laughs> will become like a person like no uh but for example like i do think a better example is astana which is like it's a joke astana (laughs) but they probably just don't have enough resources according to the rules to do whatever it is that they need to do which by the way I don't know if you guys read the secret pro on uh cycling tips sure but his last one he just basically said like that Astana this year, especially at the tour, at the Giro, or uh, was it at the tour? At the Giro, was just a complete farce. And he actually uses the word farce. Like, he knows, and everyone knows, that Astana is a farce. But do you mean, maybe he meant Farsi, like the language? No. No. <laughs> so that's the thing, the UCI knows, but then I'm guessing that legally they don't have the... Whatever I, it is, I don't think it's illegal. Like, it's not legal. It's political. You know, politically, it's that's something. No, but they probably, according to rules, too, not just. And then Vino brought that gold bike this year. You can't kick him out. That's too classy. He's like the <laughs> Donald Trump of bike designers. <laughs> Did you see that? You can't kick him out on the basis of classiness. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I just picture Vinokurov. Talking like Trump, like calling everyone a loser, <laughs> but in Cossack. Yeah, I mean, whatever. we talked about that before. I don't think it's even Vino. I was, I was thinking about like Tinkoff being more like the Trump of cycling, but yeah, Vino Kurov could totally be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Huh. Um, so, who's the Bernie Sanders of uh, cycling? <laughs> uh, Chris Horner. <laughs> what? He's the only guy. He's the only guy that rivals him in age. He's like the oldest that, guy writing. I was sad to hear that Chris Corner got lupus. <laughs> I was. Apparently, you contract lupus and you uh, when you turn forty five. Well, yeah, and you lose all sense of a, 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 a color color theory because those jerseys um last year's jerseys were nice just purple and black yeah they and looked better they did uh, look bad they looked a little bit like a medicine uh like a prescription medicine you mean then or now get for lupus well, I, wasn't, I didn't want to say it i didn't want to go that far but yes i don't know can you even treat lupus i don't even know how it works i don't even know anything about lupus other than it was never lupus when you watched house <laughs> remember that tv show it was never lupus I learned about lupus because of a band called Circus Lupus, and I never learned anything after that. You, I don't. I don't know much about it. Wait, was it called Circus Lupus? Yeah, there's a band called Circus. So, lupus. did you learn about Circus as well? I already knew about Circus. I didn't know about lupus, so I looked it up. Ah, but I didn't want to okay, tell okay. anyone. I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> I kept that to myself until now. It was my. We probably shouldn't joke. We probably shouldn't joke about lupus, but we can certainly joke about Chris Horner. 
Yes, exactly. Yeah, there's so much to talk about. We can you joke about like, that ugly. I, I did a little. I did a little bit of uh, poking around before this podcast, which I never do. And yeah. One of the I just because I was like, oh, I heard Chris Horner's on a new team. I should probably look this up, and I looked it up, and Chris Horner said, <laughs> he said, I quote, I'm quoting this from Cycling News. <laughs> If my lungs come good, <laughs> I'm going to do really well this year. Is he a Cossack? So no, 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 no. That's how people in the- ordered new lungs that are going to arrive <laughs> by a FedEx. And if they get here in time for the season start, he's they come good. I don't know what that means. Where is he from? I think he's from the Bayou. You know, like crazy, like those crazy Louisiana people that like talk all weird. If my lungs come good. <laughs> wow, we. Wow. Maybe wow. they're at customs. His new lungs come from Kazakhstan. I guess he's always he's always sick because he's you know eighty thousand years old, and he always has like he always has like fluid in his lungs and is sick and like has mm. asthma and all and, of that so and, i i guess and lupus yeah. and, and lupus. all kinds of things yeah he's got all kinds of problems uh, so oh, uh, go ahead Klaus. man it's got to be bad when you announce what team you're writing for and it's like mid february he just like keeps uh, falling down no, the no, tree no, no, no. hitting every branch on the way down he wanted he wanted to keep it a surprise he wanted to make it nice for the fans Ta-da! <laughs> Ta-da! Nobody cares. Buried, yeah, uh, buried all the links in a secondary, like, crappy cycling website. Oh, speaking um, of that, Alessandro Balan. Yeah, Alessandro Balan. Now, uh, if you if you're like a cycling team and you want to sign Alessandro Balan, what's your name? Southeast Venezuela. South. Yeah. Who else? Who wants to sign this guy now? It's freaking toxic. Toxic. Yeah, but you did you see? No, no, that? no. What I'm saying, listen, uh, listen. This guy is so toxic. The only team that should touch him is Astana. <laughs> Meanwhile, you radioactive clubs. So he didn't really race last year, right? No. no. Or even the year before and that. Did, he? did you see that? So the the bike sponsor is Villier. Mm-hmm. And they are insisting that the team take him, which is a typical Italian thing where a sponsor is going to pay his salary. So they're like, it doesn't cost you anything. Just take him. We don't want him. Take him. So Villier in one front is doing that. So their PR people are working on that front. And then the PR people are also working on the motor in the Villier cross bike in Belgium. So they're doing great. Oh, that was Avelier Tristina. That's right. Klaus, yeah. great, great, great segue. Oh, before the segue into the Belgian motor controversy, that is not a controversy at all. Um, uh, this, is, this may be the first episode on YouTube. Uh, when I'm done editing it and stuff, I'm going to try to throw this bad boy on YouTube, dude. I didn't turn my camera off. No, we'll worry about the video part of the YouTube okay. thing later. First, we're just going to put the audio on there. Anyway, uh, yeah, m- motor doping, which I find the name to be actually hilarious because when somebody says, like, mechanical doping or motor doping, I still think of, like, usual doping, just done done in a very mechanical way, like dancing the like, robot while they do their EPO situations. Uh, and they, they do their... They do their uh, 
their blood transfusions with a tiny little motor going helping out the, the like a tattoo gun like a tattoo gun exactly there you go that's that's but motor if you're really doping team you do it with a motor from a walkman and it, a ballpoint if you're in jail yes yeah a walkman well no it's motorized cheating or something no, I, I, it's 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 not doping at all. Motor it, yeah, I, I hate no, that. No, that's what I'm saying. Cheating, yeah. motor cheating. No, motor cheating. Boating. Cheat. Motor boating. That's something else completely. I say it it's just not. called it's just called cheating. Lame <laughs> cheating. Why does it have to have but like very some, effective cheating? It's very except she didn't win that day. No, did she finish like in the twenties? Didn't she? Oh, I don't know. She may. I don't think she actually. She was also like, like, what is she like? Fourteen years old. Do you do you guys well, follow? Yeah. Do you guys follow that guy Antoine Veyer on Twitter? Uh, Antoine Veyer. No, Anton yeah, Lave. Uh, Anton Lave. He's the Festina guy, right? Yeah, not Anton Lave. No, not Anton Lave. Yeah. No, okay, no. that's another guy. I'm sorry. He said, "Get." I'm pretty sure it was him. He was like, "This is the tip of a gigantic iceberg." Get ready. He didn't is, say is that. It, exactly. Is the iceberg motorized? Yeah. No, he says this is it. Like this, you're gonna find out how prevalent this is. One of the things that listen, we, doping, doping is drugs, right? And motorized doping is but not kind cocaine. of like no, it's it's kind of like with not cocaine. <laughs> recreational it's, doping. It's, 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 <laughs> recreational doping is when you do a lot of cocaine and then go to a lot of amusement parks. But, um, it, uh, but if if this is gonna be Motor doping and doping is drugs, and then motor. And I totally forgot where I was going with this. Jesus, <laughs> dang it, dude! It's gonna be hilarious. That this is the tip of the gigantic iceberg. Yeah. I will say this: I mentioned here before that a very knowledgeable person told me back in like November that yes, this is a problem. Yes, it's very prevalent at the highest level. And a million people have said this now, but if you haven't heard someone say it, then attribute it to me and think I'm smart. But do you really think that not only a female cyclist, but a U23 female cyclist, and not in road cycling, but in cyclocross, so female U23 cyclocross is at the forefront of anything? <laughs> well, it wasn't her bike, she said. It was her friend's bike. Maybe her friend is like this pro. Do you know who else says that it was their friend's stuff? Anyone in high school. <laughs> Well, she is in high school. Yeah. She's like I 12. Know, she's, a, she's, she's basically a motor doping mule. But my point is, I, no, my I, point is anyone in high school, anyone in high school who says it was my friends is lying. <laughs> I wasn't. It really was my friends. It was Mike's Hustler magazine. I'm only holding up for the weekend. Let's hold it. <laughs> yeah, he had to keep it here because he can't keep it at home. His mom's a bitch. She was eight, 18, that, right? Or she is. She is 18, right? This poor Something. girl. I don't know. She, man, dude, when I was 18, I didn't know what the hell was. I think she's 19. 18, 19? My God. Did you see the, the story on her, the rest of her family? No. Tell me, are yeah, they the all motorized dopers? for EPO. No. Well, is he? Yes. No, the story was that her... her I'm going to get this wrong, but just pretend that it's right. Like her, like her dad... <laughs> That's what we always do with everything you say, her Mike. Her dad and her uncle or her dad and her cousin... Were arrested for stealing uh, rare birds like parakeets. <laughs> and I made a joke on Twitter, and I don't know how this didn't gain any traction. Not that I have a huge Twitter following, but I made a budgie smuggling joke on Twitter. 
I figured it'd be at least on like the third page of the New York Times the next day. It did it not did make nothing. it. Nothing. Are Hilarious, people, right? Are these people really from Belgium? They sound like they would be yes. from like Eastern Europe somewhere. Close enough. Putting motors on bikes and oh my god. Wow. Budgie the band? Budgie. <laughs> what? <laughs> Klaus, sing a Budgie song right now. Actually, now come to think of it, I don't even know if that is the budgie song that I'm. What is a, what is that called? The lead-in? What? What is that? The intro? What is that yeah. song called that you play at the beginning? Intro. Okay. All right. That's no other. Sure. Why not? No, no, no. I'm pretty sure uh, her brother is serving a suspension for EPO. Oh, nice. Even better. Um, All right, I'm sorry I brought up budgies. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Here goes. This bud- <laughs> They would listen to it on their iPod. <laughs> <laughs> listen to the George Burns halftime show. <laughs> I'm telling you. Should I look for some uh, George Burns? Yeah, you should. That could be the yeah. intro. That could be the intro. <laughs> anyway, back to motorized doping. And I really hope that. You gotta they come up with a better name than yeah, motorized doping. They need to settle on some kind of name for it because mechanical doping, and it has nothing to do with doping and, or anything. And. If I if I may get a little serious for just a split second, when they're talking about oh we should have life life bans or permanent permanent suspensions or whatever for for people that do these motorized doping and stuff whatever. Meanwhile, there's people that are like getting caught doing like horrible drugs and human growth hormones and stuff, and and they're getting like a two year suspension that has been like. Reduced to a two-year suspension, reduced to a one-year suspension, and six months served. So they end up like basically sitting out during the off season. It's it's ridiculous because, and again, I'm sorry if I'm getting a little too serious here, but so let's say that you're a 16 year old kid and you want to get into the into the into the game and you're like you know racing out there and stuff, and somebody tells you the only way that you can make it to the next level is if you do this, 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 and this drugs that are gonna basically fuck up your life and your body that's messed up but if the same kid gets like the only way you're going to make it to the next level is you have to pay me uh, $750,000 so I can give you some magnetized wheels that are going to help you like produce 20 more watts and then that's going to help you get to the next level then the kid is going to be like fuck that dude I don't have that much money man I guess I can't be a cyclist and then 
his life goes on and he's he's still fine. He doesn't, you know what I'm saying? No, no, no real harm done. At the end of the day, for us to pretend that cycling is so freaking important that if somebody decides to cheat on it by putting a motor in their bike is the end of the world, it fucking isn't. You know what is the end of the world? When kids and even adults fuck up their bodies in order to make money at a sport. That That is fucked up. I have no issue, no problem at all with people putting little motors in their fucking bikes. You know what I think they should do? They should put a motor on every bike, but not a tiny little motor. They should put huge moto, huge motors on every bike and call the whole thing MotoGP. And guess what? MotoGP makes a lot of money. And guess what doesn't make any money? Bikes with no motors. That's it. That's, I've said my piece. You figured it out. Yeah. This is now on the code. This is now a MotoGP podcast. A MotoGP podcast. Exactly. I know. I mean, again, I know we, we laugh here quite a bit and stuff about this and that. But it, it, it really bothers me that people are even considering comparing one with the other when one of them is just incredibly dangerous and then the other one is just silly and Run. dumb and just stupid. But very effective. Very <laughs> yeah, very effective. It's and, not winning. And very freaking cheating. It's very effective. It's very, very, very clever. It's smart. It's technologically brilliant. Yeah, why do you think bottom brackets have been getting bigger and bigger and bigger? <laughs> they need more room down there to fix all the gears. Oh man. It's like an X Files episode. <laughs> Ta-da. Um, did you guys read the 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 thing in the Gazeta de la Sport about about this? They interviewed this guy named Mr. X. No, what? Yeah, Robin Quivers' ex-boyfriend. That's exactly what I was thinking. Is that Robin Quivers' ex-boyfriend is in the bike industry? Well, apparently Gazeta, but then you have to take it with a huge grain of pink salt because. <laughs> You know, it's Italian, and they're Italians, and this guy's Italian, and I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I love Italy. I love Italians, but they tend to exaggerate a little bit. But this Mr. X apparently knows all about this, knows, has been doing this for a long time, has a list of people who have bought bikes from him, and they're, like most of them are there's like a waiting list for it. And he actually even mentions the, the, the price of one of these new um, uh, orders. No, it's like these things that there's like these magnetic wheels. The what? wheels, even though now people are saying that's not really possible, but the Gazeta said, yeah, the motor in the seat post that's already old. You know what this guy's gonna be? Ten years from now, he's gonna be like the current Pegoretti, where people are like, you know that that's actually where <laughs> Cancellara used to get his bikes made. <laughs> That's why you have to buy one of his frames. I was wondering who was going to make the first mention of Cancellara. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say the first mention of Pegoretti. No, no. <laughs> no, well, uh, well, see, I suspect, not I suspect, I know that people in the press knew very well when the whole Cancellara thing was happening that they weren't just pulling this out of thin air, but that this was already a known thing that was happening. Yeah. It's just that it hit the rest of the world and all of us as fans is like what because it sounds so preposterous um yes but yeah these electromagnetic wheels that this guy is talking about says that it can improve up to 20 watts and can give you up to 20 watts and that they're so light and undetectable that you can give the bike to a rider and he or she will never know that they're actually getting a 20 what? yeah 
it'll be like, oh, I'm having a really good day. My legs feel really fresh. <laughs> That's what Mr. X says. But, you know, Mr. X is Mr. Xini. So we, we, we're going to have to. How about you do this? No bike changes. Oh, I, I think that that would be great. You break your frame. Sorry, you're out of the range. Remember that movie star video from, from last year where the yeah, guy yeah, was like, yeah, get, yeah. This out of this, get this out of my face. Yeah. Like, don't let anyone <laughs> don't see let it. Don't let anyone see it. <laughs> I think that would be good. The explanation makes total sense. Like, hey, it broke. The sponsors don't want. It just, it was pretty funny. Ooh, that makes me think of something else, though, much more important. Vinokurov's gold bike. Maybe the gold. Because it's made of gold. It's made of gold so that you can't, like, x-ray it or anything inside. (laughs) It's a prototype. Uh, exactly. Like it's a when prototype. When you get an X-ray and they give you that lead thing. That's what they said about the first couple of Sentinels in X-Men, and then they weren't prototypes anymore. Where are they? Ah. They're going <laughs> into full production. Gold bikes for all of Astana. Smart. You see what? They can hide whatever cocaine way, or how? other motorized doping they want. And I'm sorry, that's that's recreational. Recreational doping. Yeah, recreational doping. How do you think that people from Specialized feel like that the guy that runs, owns whatever, not doesn't own, but whatever, runs Astana, comes to like that early race of the year with his own bike painted in gold so that he gets more press than the bikes that you're providing the team? (laughs) Wait, so the bike that he, that he was, the gold bike wasn't um, uh, Specialized? No, it's a Vino. Oh, but who makes Vino bikes? Specialized. Uh, Taiwanese hands. <laughs> well, yeah, I, we know the Taiwanese hands make all bikes. But I mean, what brand? I wonder if it's a specialized Vino or something. No, 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 no. no. People actually thought it might have been a specialized frame that was painted, but it's not. It's a, it's a Vino Kuro bike. I, I don't know yeah, that I would buy one of those. How do we get one of those? I don't, I don't know. know. I want the cold How do we get them as a sponsor? We gotta oh, get a sponsor. Cool. We gotta get any any sponsor. I don't care. It could be Dude, it could gold be Rice Roni. No one's returning our calls. <laughs> Rice Roni. Do we have exist? sponsors already? That's Rice Roni. I had to change my phone number. That's why they're not re- returning the calls. Maybe Is Rice Roni still? Like, wait a minute. I'm still. St- I gotta talk about Rice Roni for a second. Does Rice Roni still exist? I know what it is. Does it still exist? I'm sure. This is San Francisco treats. They've been doing battle with the Uncle Ben's people. I'm for writing this. Decades. I'm gonna. I am actually gonna contact them. I'm gonna call somebody. Please do, please do. Um, like three. Do you guys like rice aroni? I don't. I, don't like I wrote an entire post on my blog about rice aroni. The last time I was in San Francisco. Yeah, go to go to uh, go to alpsandes.com and look for the rice aroni uh, post. Yeah, it's right. a San Francisco treat. I'm gonna it send is. it to the. I'm gonna send him the link. Who? Everybody the rice aroni. They need some marketing. Oh, I mean, I'm not going to eat the rice aroni, but I will certainly take their money. Absolutely. Hey, uh, talking about something else that is completely unrelated, but related in the way that it's cycling too. The Colombian national championships are this Sunday. Yeah, now they are. Yeah. Oh, really? Are they uh, going to be? What, they, when was it? Last year or two years ago? They were televised. They were at night with the uphill. Time trials. <laughs> no, that was no, the. That was the this was like turn on. This was like go to this website and look at this craziness, and it was like. Yeah, it was the Vuelta yeah. Colombia. Oh my god! Which is that wasn't the, that wasn't the national champ? I thought that was the national. Uh, no, the national championship is actually going to be in Boyacá, which is the home state for 
Jesus, half of the guys that are racing in Europe right now, the Quintana brothers and uh, Winner Anacona and a whole bunch of other ones. But it should be good. I haven't even seen the the route, but um, but again, it's gonna be the guys that race in Colombia versus the guys that race in Europe, because the guys that race in Europe want to obviously bring the, the the jersey to Europe. Like, um, wait, who was it that won it two years ago that wore it in Europe? Rubiano, Miguel oh, Rubiano. Rubiano, Miguel Rubiano. And then last year it was, um, was Chalapud, Robinson Chalapud, who races in, in Colombia. So then we're hoping, I'm hoping, and I think that, uh, my brother, right? You're also hoping that that is one of the European guys. It'd be fun. To yeah, see but that. most of those guys can't do it because they moved the date. And they're all in Europe. Oh, yeah. Everyone was going to be able to do it, and then they moved the date three weeks ahead of time, and they're all like, oh, yeah, we're going to be in Europe. Rigoberto Urán is going to be in Europe. Uh, Leave it to the Federation. But the reason that they keep doing that is that way they they keep the Colombian riders separate in two buckets, the guys that are clean and the guys that aren't. The moment that you mix the buckets, the the moment that those European riders start racing against the other Colombians, then the press starts to be like, hmm, what's going on here? Rider A does really well in Europe, yet he gets ass-kicked by rider B, who only like rides for like a continental team. And, hmm, so... What's Listen, the, I'm what's not going to say all that. What's the recreational doping scene like in Colombia? <laughs> Oh man! Sorry, no. I couldn't resist. <laughs> no. no, there's no so recreational. Here's the thing. It's just straight up doping there. Listen, the president of the uh, Colombian Cycling Federation said in an interview that the reason why they are not even going to move the Vuelta Colombia is because European teams don't want to come to the Vuelta Colombia because they know they'll lose anyway. Oh man! That the best riders couldn't be in the top ten in the Vuelta Colombia. And he says this with a straight face. <laughs> that guy needs some motorized doping in his head. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. So that's what's up. Um, so, yeah, who knows? I don't even know. So Nido is doing it. There was a rumor that they had moved it so that Nido could do it. He's not going to win it. But Well, I think he would ride for his brother. That would be good. Have him do it again. I mean, he, yeah, we, I mean, we saw he could do it really well in Argentina, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's a possibility of that, but we'll see. Oh, uh, you know, also, something else that happened since the last episode was uh, Old Wilonga Hill happened, Klaus. So I was wondering if you had yeah. anything to say about that. Uh, yeah, it was, one, it was I've, it's the first time I've watched the Old Wilonga Hill uh, episode of that race <laughs> in a long time. Um, I, I, I've, I've never seen, I've never seen it. I don't care to, but I can, t- <laughs> uh, at some point one day I was just randomly like, oh my God, the tour down under should be starting soon. And when I went to look at it, it'd been over for like five days already. <laughs> I never oh, even, man. it just does not even enter my, well, you had time to catch the, uh, Cadell Evans great ocean race. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's. Which, which I swear to God sounds like a sailboat race. I really should change the name of that. Sergio now is in good shape. And if he stays healthy, he could do well in some of the classics. 
which are coming up pretty soon. The season just started like 45 minutes ago. (laughs) He has a way of like getting hurt, the poor guy. Like he crashes and stuff. He's had terrible luck. It's weird. You realize a few years have passed that you don't see him. Like the year he broke his leg and you didn't see him at all. If you look at him now, he looks like 10 pounds lighter and like 20 years older than the last time you paid attention to him. Does he wear enough uh, amulets? Does he wear enough? (laughs) For a Colombian? Barely. (laughs) Dude, it's really weird when in Colombia you're in like a serious like business meeting and like everybody's wearing like super nice like uh, suit and ties and, and, and but then under their shirt or like like from the from the from the collar of the shirt not the collar but the sleeve of the shirt you see like maybe 20 or 30 like amulets and bracelets and things on each hand and these guys are like executives and they have like stuff just crawling out of their arms what's hard to explain especially is that they're not like chains made of metals but that they look like old shoelaces yeah and, and a lot of them are and like, they, they like pieces of cloth the color like witchcraft flag. like a little rubber thing like 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 little friendship bracelets basically like yeah friendship bracelet <laughs> oh, one of wow. them looks like a kabbalah like the red thing <laughs> and then yeah they're all these like they're amulets and and, and knickknacks and trinkets we could do all an these. entire podcast on this because i love this stuff I love it. Well, um, actually, I saw Not ironically, that. I genuinely love it. No, no, no. Like, Fernando Gavidia, the stage that he won in the Tour of Britain, he's wearing a speed suit, and under, it has long sleeves. I think it was a Tour of Britain. You can see, like, the lumps of one of his, like, bubbly amulets. And I'm sure the team was like, can you please just put it down to, like, one? And he's like, okay, but this is the, like, I can't. I can't. They're like, this fails the wind tunnel test. You've got to get this stuff off of you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just, it's a thing. I've had to explain that. I actually had to, I'll try to be vague, but I had to explain that stuff to a non- Colombian person journalist when in Colombia because they were like what the hell is happening and I was like oh you're talking about the Colombian jingle jangle yes <laughs> there's Let your podcast you. there's your podcast title jingle jangle the Colombian jingle jangle said here now I think is gonna is gonna do well and I'm still super excited to see what Fernando Gaviria is gonna be able to do um, what's the first of the of the um, classics? Is it Kurne or is it Omlop? Well, E three is first, isn't it? <laughs> at at Noiseland. Well, I mean, you would yeah, think yeah, yeah, yeah. you would think that between the three of us, one of us would know, <laughs> but apparently no, not. Here's the thing: it's like asking me, "Hey, what's your aunt's phone number?" I don't know. It's in my iPhone. <laughs> I don't know phone numbers anymore. I can look this up. If only there was a small machine that was connected to a worldwide computer network that I, oh, it's a phone. I don't retain information anymore. Well, I'm using my phone right now for other things. I mean, no, Noiseblad is the first race, but it's, when is it this year? Oh, I just realized that you actually called it the right name. We were still calling it Headfolk, like, Omlop, Het Noisblad. Yeah, I mean, you can yeah. still call it Shea Stadium too if you want. <laughs> Isn't Wait, it what? Shea Stadium? Oh, oh no, now it's called MetLife Stadium, it's right? City Field. City Field. That's right. MetLife. Oh, MetLife is the Giant Stadium. Old Giant Stadium. 
What's the Yankee Stadium? Is that the new Yankee Stadium? Yankee Stadium yeah, is always yeah. going to be it's just called Yankee Stadium. It's going to be the stadium, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're never going to change that. powered by Jif Peanut Butter? <laughs> no. It's not powered by anyone? rice a <laughs> Oh. By the way, is it just me? Actually, I was looking at, I was doing some, a little bit of research again earlier today of, about Qatar. Look at you. know what? Twice in I was day. like, does Qatar have a king? You know, I didn't know. I no. thought it might have been Eddie Merckx. <laughs> but <laughs> I found myself on the uh, tour of Qatar website, the official website. And in the corner, in the upper right-hand corner of the official Qatar website is the logo for the ladies' tour of Qatar. And ladies is in this, like, scripty underwear <laughs> font. And then I was no. looking at it and I was like, oh, okay, that font is inappropriate. But also, is ladies even appropriate? Should it be women's? <laughs> they are ladies. Yes. Is, is the font kind of like when you design anything that's about kids? It looks like it's handwritten and the yes. S is backwards. In crayon. Yeah, Wait, exactly. Did you say, like, but did you, did you define it? Did you describe it as underwear font? Yeah, it's very like lacy and like scripty. <laughs> and it just says like late, like, secrets. Like you would see a sign for like ladies night at like a club, but it's ladies. And then it's just <laughs> tour of Qatar. I was like, whoever oh, did this, like uh, A, doesn't know what they're doing, but B, I really think the nomenclature is wrong. I really Dude. think it should be women's store of Dude, Qatar. you're talking about Qatar. Dudes in Qatar are not allowed to look at women or talk to women until they're married and 55 years old. So if I were a lady, if I were a lady bike racer, I'd be like, I'd raise my hand and I'd be like, can we call this the women's store of Qatar? And then Please. one of the one of the dudes in Qatar would be like, "You will shut up, woman. You will be described as a lady, and you will like it." I guess it's. It's a step up from like the girls' race. Yeah, but seriously, <laughs> if you're ever on the highway in the United States, pay attention. Sometimes in some states, there's those signs that look like an official construction sign, and they are, but it's written in quote unquote kid font, and it says, Slow down, my daddy works here. Oh, yeah, and the no. S is like backwards because kid, kids don't know about the letter S. So similarly, they're like, Women don't know. They're just the ladies. Ladies? Mm-hmm. <laughs> ladies. <laughs> yeah. It's you, the Beastie Boys song. Um, wait, so did we find out what the first race is then, please? Oh. Yeah, Mike. I was preparing a treat for my dog. Klaus, while you do that, while Mike does that, why don't you tell us about the, the recently uh, unveiled uh, route for the world championships in Doha. Oh, I don't good. know that much about it. Yeah, but you've Except heard what others. Know enough. You you've know never enough. been there, but you you've heard what others have said. What have others said? It is not the nicest. <laughs> it is not it's the nicest. It's not the best. It is not. No. no, 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 no. I'm sorry, Klaus. Please, if you're gonna quote somebody, quote them right. It is not the most beautiful the course. Most beautiful. Yeah, so the two quotes that are interesting are Tyler Farah saying that it's crazy, and Greg Van Avermet said, it is not the most beautiful course. <laughs> Which reminds me of a friend whose coworker was Russian and referred to a, in a derogatory way to a certain type of a group of people. And he said, these are the people I hate. Uh, and this is what it reminds you of. This is not the most beautiful course. It's crazy. And apparently it's just going to be a disaster. It's super long, insane crosswinds and like road furniture. 
all over the place. Like uh, uh, Levin Levitt's furniture delivery truck, like left the doors open. Um, so um, I was thinking about this. Tyler Farah and Mark, He's still racing. And Mark Cavendish are in the same team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the lead out. Off the top of my head, that's the first time that that's happened. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. being in the same team with him, is the closest this guy will ever come to beating Mark Cavendish. Leading <laughs> him out will be the closest he has ever come to beating him. I mean, he's technically beat him before. Like, he won a stage at the Tour de France that led to the Transitions commercial. And Mark Cavendish was probably there, wasn't he? I don't know. I know that uh, Farah won a couple of the Vuelta stages, but Mark Cavendish doesn't go to the Vuelta a- España. No, 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 but Tyler Farah won a stage at the Tour de France. No, 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 I know that. Uh, but I'm wondering now if Cavendish was even in it. Maybe he was in it and got a flat. <laughs> I will look into this. I will look into this. And by saying I will look into this, I'm, I mean I'm not going to look into this. because Don't I'm, look into this. I'll stop caring in about so 25 the, seconds. But I just think it's funny. If you're a, if you're a two super top sprinter, you just go out and you're like, later, if you're like a second, third, fourth tier sprinter, you can always just extend it one, two, three more years by saying, I'll do a lead out. Oh, no. I mean, Alessandro Petaki extended it like an extra five years by saying, I'll do a well, lead out. I'll coach him. I'll help you guys out. I'll carry the water bottles. I'll win the green jersey at the Tour de France miraculously when I'm 56. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> but Tyler Fair is in that stage. And it's, it'll be interesting to see what the, that team will accomplish this year because they have a bunch of new riders. The new kit kind of sucks, but whatever. But Cavendish this year is like going to the Tour de France. He wants to go to the Olympics, and he wants to be world champion. And he will achieve n- none of them. None of them. <laughs> okay, Mike, do we have an answer? So what are you uh, – Paris-Nice, March 6th. Paris-Nice. Mike. Mike, come on, dude. There's like a what? whole slew of classics ahead of time, ahead of that. Oh, what? All Just now? news plot is yeah. February 27th. All there right, you that's go. not on my calendar. I have E3, March 25th. Russell Kurne is on the 28th. There you go. That's... All right. That, that's what I'm talking about. That's These are classics, though. Well, they're semi-classics. There's... E- Whoa! There's semi-classical music. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's, I just did a search. Sounds terrible. Walk across the street, go ask Philip Glass. I'm starting the semi-classical cycling podcast. (laughs) Mike, by the way, if you ever want to really show your worth to this podcast, because you live close to the Hells Angels um, uh, headquarters in New York City clubhouse, just go outside there with your iPhone as a recording device and ask them a bunch of questions about like motorized doping, bike doping. And stuff like that, and it'll turn out really well, and we'll have a really good segment for the show. Just make sure you buy one of those really, really strong cases for your iPhone, <laughs> in case it like. Falls and just make sure or... you have someone else recording on video so we can laugh when what happens happens. I'll yeah, leave well, it a surprise. But it'll I'll wear fun. a helmet. Yes. And I'll make sure to knock over all their bikes on the sidewalk when I leave. Like Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman style. Because <laughs> those guys block off. They block off the street with cones. They lay straight up, block it off. It's totally illegal. 
Oh, on a, on a sadder note, I just read that uh, Mallory, Adriana Mallory, which it's hilarious because it happened so long ago that I think most people forgot. It was on the, what it was, the, the 22nd of January. So that's been like, I don't know, like 20, 30 some odd days. He had a really bad crash in, in the Tour de San Luis and was in a coma for a while, whatever. And they're finally just now starting to think about moving him to Spain. So he's been in Argentina this whole time. I'm not going to say anything about Argentinian, like, hospitals or anything, whatever. <laughs> Who knows? But, I mean, he had, like, it's pretty intense. What he had is a uh, cranium... I don't know how to say this in English. Cranium cephalus trauma. Craniocephalico. Like, of the cranium and the brain. A trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A trauma in both. So, it's it's pretty severe and pretty bad. And this dude crashed, you know, almost a month ago. And he's still in the hospital, which is nuts. So, I just wanted to mention that. Okay, now that you've depressed us. So, hashtag, let's go Adriano or some shit. I don't. I still don't understand how hashtag. You guys, what, did you guys see that crash? The, no. No. I don't want to. I, no, I don't. I don't. No, it's it's it, it's not terrible. It's very unusual because he was a, he was leading the he was in the front of the group and he just oh, flipped geez. over his handlebar. Apparently, there was. A, did he hit something? No, I, there was a hole. Clear, you can't really tell, but it, it's not. It's not. It's not like a traditional crash where you can be like, oh, those guys crossed wheels or whatever. It's just like he's out in front. There's one dude sort of like on his wheel, and then he just flips over. So I read the I read the the medical report and they're saying the reason why they put him he was put in a coma in a medically induced yeah medically because they think he had an aneurysm on his bike which caused the crash oh yeah that's crazy right no not not a result so the head injury was actually something that happened to wait you're telling me you're telling me the aneurysm was inside his bike like next to the motor (laughs) it was in the bike. Holy shit! No, yeah, I no, hadn't heard that. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's crazy. You know yeah. that's awful. Which reminds me, and I'm sorry to totally bring the mood down. Do you guys remember? My brother probably will. Do you guys remember how Chavi Tondo died? Yeah, he, the garage, garage door, door oh, fell right. on him. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. bike out. Yeah, but do you remember that it, the, the, the 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 circumstances of the accident are really kind of murky and stuff, and people thought maybe he had talked too much about a certain topic, and that's why somebody had like. Help messed them. with the garage door or something help them exit what? yeah 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 well yeah we, he gave a bunch of information to a doping investigation in spain right uh, around that time so i didn't know but yeah i guess he was trapped between like the the garage door fell on him in his car can you play the like, x-files theme as the intro no you know you have an outro now right no, man, no outro, no intro, no time for any outro, of that crap, man. Dude, dude, Mike, we're a serious, we're a serious podcast. We have no time for this dillying dallying. Are you kidding me? For the jingle jangle. We have no time for jingle jangle. Fine, I'll find something to play, whatever. I hate that TV show, though. I'm not going to, no. I hate the X-Files. Really? Dude, the X-Files yeah. are back. I know. Makes me want to vomit. That stupid lady. Uh, what's her name? What's a, uh, Boulder. 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 Is Boulder. Back. Boulder, like, Colorado. Boulder, Colorado. Boulder, Colorado. I puke on you. Colorado's back. I hate her. <laughs> UFOs. We talked about that. One last thing on my notes. 
Okay, actually, hold on. Before we move about away from the Mallory thing, um, the, the interview that the, the the story that I read in, in a Spanish website, um, I can't remember who it is that was talking about it, but it's I think it's somebody from Ethics Quickstep was talking about what they saw and stuff, and he said that it was actually um, a crack in the road that that got him. Uh-huh. But I don't I don't I don't know I don't know what's going on. I mean, that's, that's all I know. You can go on YouTube. It's a low-quality video. It's from a helicopter, and you can barely see it, but it's, but it's, it's, uh, it's unusual. Mike, it's, it's a, a, a George Unleashed. You don't have to say it's <laughs> crappy quality or taped from the moon. We know. <laughs> it's a dude Point drawing tape. it. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Mike. It's go a, ahead. It's a sketch, like a courtroom sketch artist. <laughs> <laughs> it was but like he's a not book. He's yeah, not very great. good. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Stick yes, figures. Yes, yeah. All right, Mike. Well, what, what else? Notes. Uh, Edix Quickstep disinvited from the tour de, of Qatar. Yes. I almost, said tour, I almost said tour de Qatar. That's ridiculous. The tour de, the tour Qatar. de Qatar. Mike, why were they uninvited? Well, it was unclear. It was unclear from trying to do a little bit of research of why the hell. Like, they said it was because of, uh, of uh, disciplinary. They said it was. This is what they said. They said. They took too long to change. They took too long to change their shoes. Exactly. You read the same. You read the same thing I read. Yeah. Yes, but also so apparently they held up like the quick step guys take too long to get from the the end of the race to the podium, and it's on live TV. And I that's yes, I call bullshit on that. They, not, so they won not seven the reason. out of the ten, last ten or something. But I have the quote here, Mike. Okay. And Al Tani who's the yeah. name of the person, said that there was egregious action taken because the race assigned a female employee, I'm quoting from Bellow News, uh, to escort them to the podium. I like that they have, the to make sure, they have to make sure that they let you know that it's a female employee. Right. Well, it says we lady. sent it's them... It's a lady, I'm we sorry. We sent them a special lady to hurry them up, and they talked to her not in a very nice way and waved her off. That was not good. <laughs> Did this guy go on to have uh, anything to say about uh, any other uh, cycling-related matters that we've discussed in this, in this, <laughs> in, including the, yeah, the World Championships? <laughs> and the, the, yeah, he said the World Championships is not, they, it was not so good. It was not so <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was not the nicest. Uh, um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's, uh, my guess is, and of, I, I don't know shit from shit, but this, in my head, this is what happened. They did something shitty last year and Tour of Qatar told them like, dude, you guys can't. I just go. told you they waved her away. It was not so nice. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever it is that they, they, they did that wasn't nice to this lady or not lady or whatever. I think that the tour wasn't very happy with them and told them, dude, you guys can't do that anymore. And they were like, who the hell are you? You shitty little like second rate race we don't we don't need you and we're like yes you need us because you are the the fending champions next year and Omega Pharma Quickstep were like or whatever their name is now Ethics Quickstep Ethics Quickstep they've were won like, 8 of the last 10 yeah they were like nah we don't need you screw you yeah, and yeah. they were like okay well gonna tell people we threw you out they're like ah, I don't give a shit <laughs> Good, whatever. I don't care. I, I think, think that's the, what happened. I think, the, I think the thing that bums me out about this whole thing is that this is these races in these Gulf states are so. It's such a not organic 
process that they're going through that they can just disinvite, like you said, the defending champions of this race because of something that we can't even figure out by reading multiple news sources. We can't even figure out why. It doesn't make any sense. But here's the thing, though. It could make no sense anywhere else. What's the name of that that race in, 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 in Africa? They race around the same time, though. The Africa Bongo, 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 but Bongo party, whatever. And if they left, I, I can't remember racist. what it's called. No, I, I swear, that's the name of the race or something like that, dude. I'm serious. It's not I'm even you. close. What is it? What is it? What's the name Burkina of the race? Faso? The Tour de Faso? No, not Burkina Faso. It's like some Tour other race. No, it's not the tour of anything. I know countries in Africa, Rice for the love of Christ. No, it's what? not the tour. Rice-a-roni. The what a, what tour of Rice Aroni. That's what it is. So anyway, never mind. Forget Africa. If it, could, if it was like the tour of tiny little country in the middle of nowhere in Central America, the tour of Guatemala, and they said, oh, Movistar, you can't come. Everybody would be like, wait, wait, why? Well, no, because we don't like him, whatever. And people would be like, all right, whatever, let's move on. Who gives a shit? It's Guatemala, right? But no, it's the tour of Qatar. Oh, my God. Is it? Yeah, these Middle Eastern like races have this like fake like uh, importance, this, this purchased importance that I just f- refuse to give them. So if you're like, oh, ethics quick step can't raise their, I don't care. I'm not going to watch it anyway. Like, I don't and they shit. gave him the finger. Yeah. You think I, it was a mutual, like, I don't you're, I'm not fired. I quit. I, I think it was like, I think it was like, you're fired. And ethics was like, uh, we didn't really work here anyway. It's, <laughs> you know, it was like the, like right, the, right. The Seinfeld it's Kramer thing. gets fired. Yeah, exactly. It's Kramer getting fired. Kramer just Kramer's just like the, whatever. The, the interesting thing, and I have to bring up the cycling tips uh, secret pro thing. I always assumed, you know, certainly in Dubai, uh, that at least one of the good things about a race like this, much like the Tour of California or whatever, is you get to stay in a really nice hotel. Yes. Uh, you know, it's a very opulent country. But meanwhile, the secret pro, now this is about Oman, not Dubai. He says that the hotels are horrible. What? The racing is horrible. And you're basically don't want to leave your hotel because you might meet the wrong type of character, quote unquote. What? Maybe you'll meet a lady. So, Marcel Kittle. <laughs> 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 uh, so, I guess the, the one thing I assumed would be redeeming about all those races, at least in the case of the Tour of Oman, is a pain in their ass and not worth going to, and they're kind of forced to go. Uh, yeah, it's just for the result. Because he says, like, yeah, there's not. Uh, where is it? I'm looking. I'm looking at it. it says it doesn't have. Uh, it doesn't have any UCI points up for grabs. It's not worth attending. Yeah. So, you guys remember? You mentioned it earlier when I when I infamously compared cyclocross to mini golf. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to now famously (laughs) compare road cycling to like the Powerball. You don't have to watch. You don't have to. Nobody watches the Powerball. You just need to know the numbers. Nobody Hmm. watches these stupid races. You just look at the results. Like, have you have you guys ever watched an entire stage of any one of these races? No, you couldn't. It wouldn't even be possible. No, but but you do I look at the results. It. Like you do, it does pop up to the top of the news feed. You're like, oh, Marcel Kittle won this, or Mark Cavendish yeah. won that. Like nobody However, watches the thing; they just look at the results. I'll say this: hmm. if it's at the right time and you make it super convenient, I've watched like more of the tour of Utah than I care to admit. Because <laughs> if there's nothing else, I'll just have it in the background, and it's like on an right, app, and right. it's like 
HD feed. I'm like, all right. Yeah, and it's on in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're, it's like no hurry. You're just like eating your afternoon Cheerios or whatever. So I guess my question would be for people in other time zones is, are they watching these races if, if they're on at 11 o'clock in the morning? Or I mean, for us, they're on at 5 a.m. or something. And for Klaus, Klaus yeah. for you, they're not even, it's not even feasible. But on the no, East Coast, no. it's, so maybe it's super early. Australia? I don't know. I don't, Sorry I don't if know. I have math. But I, I, I'm assuming that it might be more convenient for them. But I don't, I'd be, I'd be I mean, curious to know what the viewership is even like because I feel like we just we just dissect the results and we don't actually talk about anything that actually happens. I'll say this: it makes an NFL game in London seem organic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, the, I, the I, Green Bay Packers are playing in London. What? Okay. Okay. The gridiron. The Raves. They're, they're playing gridiron all over the place. And the race I was referring to is called La Tropicale Amisa Bongo. There you go. It's an, it's Are you an, serious? Yes, yes. I, I, I'm, I wasn't just making it up. It's in, Ga, it's in Gabon. It's super racist when you said it. It's in Gabon. Why, why is it racist? First no, of all, it sounded weak. I am a minority. Say the actual I'm name. A minority. The actual, I'm a minority. I'm a minority, which means I can't be racist. Okay, fair enough. La, La Tropicale Amisa Bongo. And I'm sure all I'm mispronouncing right. it because so, that's probably well, in sounds French. Sounds like you're making it up, but okay. Dude. Jesus, man, you you don't even know, man. You don't even know. It's in it's in Gabon. But anyway, guys, how are you guys gonna watch the uh, national championships in, on Sunday? Oh, in Colombia? I don't know if it'll yeah. be televised. Will yeah, it? I have no idea. Actually, at my, all, might not be. It, it wasn't only was last that year. one year. Yeah, it wasn't last year. The year before that, it was. We'll see. I don't know. If they have it, then if it's it, on, we'll send you a link, Mike. Absolutely. Right. So people in the people in Colombia get just have to go to the race to see it. They can't even see it on TV. Yeah, pretty much. It's like the tour right. of Qatar. <laughs> it's it like goes to the top of your. Feet. I'm going. I'm going next year. It's like AAA ball. You know what I'm saying? If, if you want to see the Toledo Mud Hens, you gotta go to. You, you gotta go to the Mud Hens Stadium. Yeah. To the Mud Hens Stadium. Yeah. Um, the roost. Okay, guys, thank you very much once again for joining me. It was awesome, as always. You guys are always uh, fun to do this with because you say funny things and it makes me laugh, and laughing is a good thing. We will be back sooner rather than later. If you're listening to this on YouTube, that means I am a master of the Internet. If you're not, then go and check it out. See if I have it on YouTube. That's it. We're out of here. Peace. I don't, I don't, um, I don't tell jokes. I tell anecdotes and lies, but I don't tell jokes. Uh, anyway, this is a joke. And it's not a joke, it's a story. It's a true story. It really happened. There was a great actor, and his name was Wilton Lacai, and he's a Broadway, Broadway actor. And uh, every summer, he would play about eight weeks of vaudeville. And um, he was a tremendous actor, like John Barrymore. And he played Cincinnati. And the Cincinnati was on the bill with a little act called Brown and Williams, a, a skating act. And when they saw Wilton Lacai, they were flabbergasted. You know, I never thought they'd play on the bill with Lacai. And you rehearse, you rehearse uh, uh, about 11 o'clock in the morning, and then you do your show in the afternoon. And after rehearsal, uh, Lakai went into a, a, the bar to have a drink. And Brown and Williams went into the bar to have a drink, and they saw Lakai, and they were, they were 
filled, and they went over and says, Mr. Lakai, we, we, uh, we, it's a pleasure for us to be on the bill with you. And he says, thank you, boys. And he said, we'd, uh, and Brown said, we'd, we'd deem it a pleasure if we could buy you a drink. And Lakai said, thanks, fellas, but I'd rather drink alone. I just got a wire saying I lost my mother. And Brown says, we know just the way you feel. Our trunk is missing. <laughs>